there's just so many ways to come at this feast. But the, the preface actually today uh, focuses on one particular aspect of the Immaculate Conception and it does it very beautifully. And it talks about Mary being prepared by God for this great call that she was to receive and accept. Um, the curious thing to me is, could Mary have said no? Could she have said, no, I'm afraid, I don't want to, this is too much, I'm not worthy, blah, blah, blah. Could she have done that? And because we say we believe in free will, we have to say, of course, she could have said no. But if she didn't, why didn't she? And <clears throat> I guess I would say, that, and this is the, the word that we use, predisposition. P people, Some people are predisposed to be certain things in life. For example, if you grow up as a child and both of your parents are doctors, um, and, and always you, you, you get to see two people who are completely dedicated to medicine and to health and who seem so wise and knowledgeable, and everyone comes to them and you see such respect that people have because they know that these people can help them to live healthy lives. Well, as a child, you may be predisposed to be a doctor yourself now, not forced into it, but your surroundings are so rich, it's almost impossible not to respond that way. Or a musician, or a person in sports, or a person, an actor. So many actors have children that become actors or actresses because they're predisposed by the life of the person uh, that surrounds them. Now, you can be a, an actor or an actress that's a, an evil, wicked, ugly person. And sometimes uh, the children will say, I never want to be that. Oh, God, I, I'll never become an actor or an actress. Because the, 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 they're predisposed against it because of their experience. So anyway, it focuses on Mary as being predisposed, that God loved her in a special way, even from the moment of conception. That from the very beginning, she was grace-filled. And it's interesting when the angel comes to speak to her, he says, Hail Mary, full of grace. Because, um, well, in, in our theology, we say sin never touched her or stained her. She's just like a perfect vessel to bring Christ into the world. Um, when I think of it, I ask myself, what about us? We're graced by baptism. We say we're born again. And that in this new birth or rebirth, we're born in grace. And I wonder if we're predisposed or see ourselves that way as saying yes to God again and again every single day. In fact, at the end of the gospel, when Mary finally responds, she, she brings up her, not objections, but her questions. Well, I've never known a man. How can I do this? You know, I, I don't get it. Hello, help me. And the angel explains that the Holy Spirit of God will come upon you and just watch. God will do his wonders in you. And she hears it and she just accepts it. And then she says these words, I'm the handmaid of the Lord. Do with me what you will. And in that, as the last words of the uh, preface will say, she becomes the model of holiness, the model of a Christian, the model of church. Nothing could be more complimentary and uh, affirming of our belief in our God and his grace and his love for us that we would say each day, Lord, I'm your servant. Do with me whatever you will. How do we teach that to kids? You know, I don't know, but 
But I think that uh, it's an important thing to model to them. To be, I think that from the cradle, from the moment they begin to understand things, they should be told, you know, ask God every day, God, what do you want from me? What do you want me to do? And I believe if people ask it, if they open up that part of their spirit to God, saying, God, come in, I want you in. How will you know, how will you know that God has come in and led you somewhere? And I say this, I think you begin to discover a desire that's overwhelming. It's overwhelming. And it affirms itself. You, you come to know, you come to know with more and more and more and more of your being, this is what I think you want from me, God. This is what I think I'm supposed to do. Here's my purpose. But what if we never ask that? What if we never say, I am your handmaid, your servant, Lord. Do with me what you want. Perhaps we just listen to every little feeling or every little thought that comes our way. But as Catholics, we are trained, at least in theory, to go to that place where we open ourselves to God and ask our God to touch us in a way that we know who we are and what we are supposed to become. And that, I think, is, is what this feast day for us is really about. Although it focuses on Mary, she, therefore, is a model to us and really helps us to see. Pero quiero decir algo poquito diferente en español. Tenemos aquí este patín, yo creo, es patín. Patena, gracias. Y es de oro. Oh, poquitito, pero muy um, bonito. Precioso, decimos. Um, en este caso yo tengo um, um, esto que uh, estaba modelado de un sacerdote en el seminario. Y cuando yo vi su uh, patena y su cáliz, yo dije, ¡ah, yo quiero lo mismo! Entonces yo tenía una copia de suyo. Pero es por un sacerdote algo muy especial. Uh, es, uh, usualmente uh, está bendecido en el día de su primera misa, y es, es algo muy especial, su patena y su cáliz. Pero yo creo que nosotros, como sacerdotes, estamos pe pensando siempre en qué precioso. Es, es um, bueno, no es un misterio, es, es algo precioso, no solamente por el oro y porque está bendecido, pero más que todo porque van a tener eso el cuerpo de Cristo adentro. Y cuando decimos eso, vamos a poner pan, que cuando está consagrado, está bendecido, y van a cambiar, ser el cuerpo de Cristo, la presencia sacramental de Cristo por nosotros, y este pan de vida por nuestras vidas. Pero yo creo que esta festividad, God bless you, <laughs> Esta festividad de Inmaculada Concepción está diciendo que María era una patena. Una patena que tenía el cuerpo de Cristo adentro en ella. Pero también que dice en el fin del prefacio este día, dice que ella era modelo de la iglesia, modelo de cristianidad, modelo de santidad. Porque ella tenía que estar muy especial si tenía Cristo adentro en ella, en su seno. Y estaba nacido de su cuerpo. Yo creo que la iglesia dice, y yo tenía un profesor de, de escritura en el seminario diciendo que María 
uh, especialmente en el Evangelio de San Lucas, si, si ponemos nuestro nombre, Perry, José, Freddy, Gloria, algo, alguien, en el nombre de María, todo lo que la palabra dice acerca de María, debe, debemos entender que está decido de nosotros. Porque nosotros, hombres y mujeres, estamos invitados a ser embarazados con Cristo. Sí, no físicamente, pero con su palabra, con su presencia sacramental, que penetra nuestro ser. Y tenemos adentro nosotros que cada día podemos nacerlo en el mundo, nacerlo en palabra, nacerlo en acción, nacerlo en actitud, nacerlo en respuesta del amor. Entonces, como María, estamos trayendo Cristo al mundo. Y estamos bendiciendo el mundo con la presencia de Cristo que viven en nosotros. Este día en la Maculada Concepción es un, un algo mucho más que simplemente enfocando en María. Sí hacemos, pero yo creo que María va a decir, pero ustedes, ustedes pueden decir sí. Ustedes pueden decir sí a Dios cada día. Entonces en su respuesta, sí, pueden recibir y puede dar el Señor a nuestro mundo.